If you want to contact me, or if you want me to read something, or even if you just have any questions about myself or the book, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. There will be a question linked to this episode in the description, so check it out and respond if you can. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another chapter episode. Uh, this is a shorter chapter, I'd say. Um, it's six pages, less, five pages. Really short chapter, because the last chapter I read... Um, or yeah, I think the last chapter or two chapters ago was uh, like 25 pages. Um, so yeah, a shorter episode. It's only going to be about like eight minutes, maybe seven. So I think there's going to be a few of these throughout the book series. Um, so I was wondering on shorter episodes like this, I know it's, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I know when there's a shorter episode and I'm like, oh, that's disappointing. I wanted to listen to it longer. I don't know if that happens to you guys, but it happens to me. So I always want, like, more stuff on shorter episodes. So I was wondering if, you know, if um, you guys wanted anything else for me to do on shorter episodes like this. I could talk about Wings of Fire. Uh, I know a lot of podcasters, they talk about their week sometimes. So they'll just, like, have an episode once a week that's like, oh, I did this week. This week. Uh, yeah, anyways, just ideas. So let's get started. Chapter 8, Wings of Fire, Winter Turning. She's not all right, Moon whispered to him. Her mind is all scattered and foggy. I don't know why. A talon of ice trailed down Winter's spine as he watched his sister stagger into the gray light. Into the gray light. Her arctic blue eyes were bloodshot, crackled with dark blue veins, and the and the scratches she got in the fight at Jade Mountain still hadn't healed. She was streaked with mud and blood. Not just her own dark blue blood, but scatters of dark red that must have come from the night wing she'd killed. Ice school scales had always been wider than everyone else's. Her claws sharper, her teeth gleaming, and her spikes pristine, even after clubbing a walrus to death. She plunged into the frigid ocean six times a day, because she believed an ice wing who glittered like diamonds was also more menacing ice wing. An ice school's view, an ice school's view of the world, grubby, dull dragons deserve to be in the seventh circle. Winter could have never imagined her looking like this. She clutched the edge of the tunnel with her front talons, leaning against the rocky wall and glaring at him. Ice school, he said. Are you? Why are you here? She smacked. To ruin yet another of my plans? You don't feel satisfied that you've already guaranteed Hailstorm's death? What's wrong with you? What's, what's wrong with you? King Gizu blurted. You look terrible. Could be worse, Ice school snarled. I could look like you. I want to help you find a hailstorm, Winter said, if he's really still alive. I don't need your help, of all dragons, Icicle said with a hiss, limping forward a step. You don't know, you don't know, you don't have the claws to do what needs to be done. She touched her head, wiping away a trickle of blood from one of her horns. And she's probably killed him by now anyways. What did Scarlet say, Winter asked. He spread his wings, blocking her path. When she found out Starflight and the others were still alive... I haven't spoken to her yet, Icicle swayed a little on her feet. I can't. I don't want to see I don't want to see her. To admit I failed. Your fault. But what if she kills him in front of me? Or what if he's already dead and she know and she shows me the his body? 
She took another staggering step and went to reach out to catch her, but she recoiled, snapping her teeth at him. But how have you, he started. But how have you, he started. She hasn't slept, Moon said wonderingly, not since Jade Mountain. If I don't sleep, Icicle muttered triumphantly, then she can't get to me. She can't visit my dreams. If I don't have any. <laughs> but it's been days, Kinkajou cried. You haven't slept in days? Don't you feel awful? I don't need to sleep, Icicle said. Whenever I get tired, I lie down beside the lava until the pain wakes me up. She spread her wings, and Winter saw with a shudder that she had blisters and, and small burns bubbling up in the spots across her scales. This he could imagine, too easily. His fearless, stubborn sister angrily burning herself, slashing pain across the body that betrayed her by daring to be tired. And he understood what she was going through. He lived with the guilt of losing Hailstone for the last two years. Icicle, we need to know if she's killed him, he said. I wager a few camels that she hasn't said Kiwi. He's more used to her as a bargaining chip than as a corpse. Not very useful corpses, as a rule. All right, shutting up now, he added, catching the look Moon was shooting him. Do you have any idea where she is? Winter asked Icicle. If he can, if he can get to her and find him. If it were that easy, I'd done it, Icicle snapped. I considered all the options, trust me. There's only one way to save him, and that's killing the Rainwing Queen. I'm not going to let you kill Glory, King Gizu said stoutly. Icicle barked a ragged laugh. And how are you going to stop me, you preposterous pig dragon? King Gizu launched Icicle, flying past Winter in a red and orange blur before he realized what was happening. The little rainwing knocked Icicle onto her back and wrapped her talons around the Icicle's throat. Nobody threatens my queen, King Gizu shouted. Hey, Winter shouted. Get off me, Winter raged. Get off me, Icicle raged. He swung her tail at King Gizu's wings, but missed. Her vicious claws went up, and the serrated edges glittered dangerously, ready for a killing blow at King Gizu's underbelly. King Gizu, Moon cried, jumping toward them. Before she could reach them, before Icicle could strike, before Winter could do anything, something small came whistling through the air and bunked into Icicle. Her, her legs wobbled, and her head was starting to droop. What have you done to me? What, what, what's happening? It's only a trank quizzler dart, said Deathbringer, winging down to land beside them. Where we find it makes transporting prisoners much simpler. You'll wake up just fine in a few hours. No! Icicle shrieked. I can't sleep. Don't make me sleep. She hurled herself at Winter, dug her claws into his shoulder, and shook him with all her fading strength. Winter, stop them. Help me. Tell them I can't. She'll find me. She'll tell me he's dead. And it'll be over, and, and he'll be and he'll be gone. Winter, Winter, keep me awake. Uh, it's too late, Deathbringer said, studying her with a puzzled expression. It's not that bad. The dart, the dart sleep. Icicle slowly collapsed forward onto Winter, her talons clenching open and closed as she's trying to claw herself back to waking. She'll she'll come for me, Icicle whispered. So let her come, Winter said. He crouched at his, as his sister's weight pressed him down, bringing his mouth close to her ear. Go ahead and sleep, Icicle. You can't stay awake forever anyways. Talk to Scarlet and tell her she can still get what she wants. But she can't, Icicle's voice was barely a mumble now. I'll be, I'll be in prison. Winter glanced up at the faces around them. Nobody could hear what he and Icicle were whispering to each other. 
not unless they could read minds. Well, this was one way to find out if Skyfire really worked. He leaned closer to Icicle, close enough for the Skyfire pouch to touch her scales as well as his own. And then, as his sister's eyes closed, he whispered, Tell Scarlet, if she can prove that Hailstorm is still alive, I'll kill Glory for her myself.